Yes, I am a pirate. Two hundred years too late. The cannons don't thunder. There's nothing to plunder. I'm an over forty victim of fate, arriving too late. Arriving. What's up, about Pirate Nation? What up out there? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Uh, what we got here? Pod number 63. No shouts. Last one of the year, right? Yes, oh, wow, it's a Kretzky. Yeah. No shouts, Kretzky. <laughs> yep. 10% off at, uh, what's, what's Jiffy, it called? Jiffy Lube, 10% off your first uh, <laughs> lube job. Hoosier Cuts. Hoosier Cuts, yeah. 10% off. Remember to use that code. No shouts, Kretzky. Uh, so, yeah. We're back. Post-Super Bowl. We were going to do one right after, but I don't think it ended up happening. So, uh, we're back now, though. Joe, on this day, you ready? Yep, we're back. Let's do it. All right, let's start off with some birthdays. March 5th, by the way, Monday. Happy Monday to everyone out there listening. Just let us us know, too, as well. It's Monday. I kind of feel like Marty McFly right now. Yeah. So we'll, we'll play trivia here. This man, turning 44, an actor, he plays the character Eric Murphy from the TV series Entourage. He's the The pizza guy, right? Yeah. Kevin Conley, turning 44 today. (laughs) Yeah, that one's tough. Pizza boy. I didn't know that name either, but an actress, turning 44 as well today, Plow. (laughs) Big day for Plow. This actress is from Training Day in Hitch. She is married to Ryan Gosling. Oh, Blake Lively. Eva oh, Mendez. Oh, yeah, Blake Lively. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, okay. Dime, Not know. a movie guy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get this one. We actually, Greg and I heard from this guy at the NFL Combine uh, today. You'll hear from that later today. Rod Woodson. Turning 52, former Dallas Cowboy wide receiver, Hall of Famer, The U. Is your Michael, Michael He's Irvin. that old? Yeah, 52 years old. Oh, Did not know that. He was loving on Calvin Ridley today. Big time. And this one, near and dear to my heart, a man turning 25 years old, former Hoosier, current Chicago Cubs slugger. You have his jersey. Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber. Big birthday. Lost a ton of weight in those offseason. Oh, yeah. Skinny. Skinny Schwarber. And I here, think, he, think he's traded by the All-Star break. No way. Don't, no, way. no way. I think he's on the Career team. Career year. They can get rid of him later, you know what I mean, when he gets 30 and puts a little more pounds on. But right now he looks good. So here we go. White Sox fans, don't for, I didn't forget you. This man turning 42, the heart and soul for the Chicago White Sox for 16 seasons, the captain. Paulie. 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 Paul Canerco. All right. We'll, we'll get into your wheelhouse now. NBA players. Mm. This point guard selected by the Denver Nuggets is turning 22 years old today. Moutier. Yes, sir. Now with the Knicks. Emmanuel Moutier. So happy birthday, Emmanuel. I just like his name. Moutier. He's probably loving New York. Oh, yeah. Here, here we go. Another uh, Plymouth connection. This man turning 28 years old in the NBA, raised in Warsaw, Indiana. Attended Duke University. Uh, which which one? Yes. Brother? Now with the Denver Nuggets. It's uh, uh, not uh, Miles. No, it's Miles Ma- the older. Mason. 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 Oh, the good one. Yeah, yeah Mason's the good one. Marshall's the shitty one. The one that, I think he's on the Knicks, maybe. Oh, is 
watch. Might be out of the league. Play. He was definitely on there last year. I have not followed them. Miles was the one that used to be for the Pacers. Oh, oh dude. This one's, this one's for you, Jay. You better get this one. This man turning 32 years old, a former Florida Gator, current free agent, recently waived by the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, no, he just signed with the Thunder. Oh, Corey did he? Brewer. Oh, my, yeah. my information is back. <laughs> Corey Brewer, 32 uh, years old. Happy birthday. Reconnecting, job, with, job. reconnecting with Billy D. Yeah, that's his guy. Wow, I did not know that. Good connection. And this one's for Byron. This is Byron, one of Byron's favorite basketball NBA players. Basketball player turning 41, the former MAC Conference Player of the Year. Wally Zerbiak. Wally Zerbiak. <laughs> Wally is now the Knicks analyst. I saw. I did not know what he was doing nowadays. Probably can still stroke it. I'm sure. And here we go. Wally's world, right? Everybody get excited. The final birthday on this day. This man turning 54, the greatest basketball player from the greatest city in Indiana, Plymouth. Hmm. I wonder who that could be. Still holds the record for the most assists hmm. in one NBA game. Mr. Well, not only that, he was also arrested on drug charges in Marshall County. Scott, Scott Skiles. Skiles. Yeah. So I said Wiggs is in good company at least. Oh, uh, yeah. So some good men have spent some time in the jail there. So it's happy, a new facility, I believe, yeah. out, out, oh, out yeah. there in Plymouth. So happy birthday, Scott Skiles. Uh quick events here. I don't know if you guys have any comments on this one. 1770. The, no. Boston, the Boston no. Massacre. Uh, it's a big I deal. guess this was 13 years ago and a couple days ago on March 3rd but 50 Cent uh, released The Massacre. Ooh. His album. That was a big date. <laughs> Is that the second one? Is that his second album? Yeah. yeah. I oh. got no pick up. Uh-huh. We play. We we play. I think we use that a lot on this podcast. Actually, that instrumental. A recent Winston Churchill in 1946. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like he's in the news recently because the, the actor that played him is probably going to win Actor of the Year. Good news to me. Yep. You know I like to gamble on the Oscars. Okay. Simple way to make money. Ladybird. We'll just move on then. <laughs> Nin- Re- recent news. In 1971, maybe the greatest rock song of all time was performed in Ireland by Led Zeppelin. Stairway, Stairway to Heaven. Heaven. Yeah. Great. Good great song. song. Uh, and then this one's interesting. I found this one. 1972. This date, you probably have never heard this. It's the weirdest story that you've never heard, I'm sure. Two Yankees pitchers, Mike Kekich and Fritz Peterson, publicly announced during spring training of Yankees <laughs> that they had swapped wives. I would thought for sure you were going to say they were gay, but it was no, way too progressive no, in 1972. No, 1972. <laughs> way too progressive. Yeah, they swapped wives. They literally switched wives. Uh, they got a divorce and they started dating the other one's wow. wife in and real then, life. And then uh, 28 years later, the show came out on ABC. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Even did, better. Hold on. I got. Did, 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 did Fritz throw a tantrum? <laughs> nice. Uh, so to this day, Fritz is still married to the former <laughs> Mrs. Kekich. <laughs> the other couple quickly broke up. Oh, it didn't even last a year. Uh, and here we go. To back to your point, Jake. They're back. They had a three-way, right? No. <laughs> Matt. 
they're coming out with a movie. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are in development for this movie. It's coming out soon called The Trade. Look forward to it. That's not real. Oh, I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> Red Sox guys talking Dirty Yankee, Yankee story? I know. I thought it was weird as well. You heard it here first. I just announced it. I don't think you probably have heard that. Inside yeah. information Good called bad. Wikipedia. Yeah. That's, uh, that's why you subscribe to uh, the pod. Yeah. And, yeah. Please please remember to subscribe also and also leave a review on iTunes. Uh, last yeah. one. Five stars. Five stars only. Five stars yeah. only. <laughs> last on this day. I know we've. it's been a long one. The 21st People's Choice Awards in 1995. It was a big one. Best Picture was Forrest Gump. Mm. Tom Hanks won Best Actor. Best New Comedy TV Show was Friends. So it was brand new that year. And here you go, Jay. The Best Comedy, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. (laughs) Classic. It's pretty good. I don't know why I think that. It's because they eat at a Denny's, I think, right at the beginning for Christmas Day. I think of you for Denny's. So. More like slow Denny's, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) And that was on this day. All right, nice, nicely done there. Yeah, that was good. big day. Big, big, pretty big, big Monday. day. Big, big Monday. Big Monday. Oh, yeah. Some, feels like a Big East game coming on next. <laughs> yeah, shit. Uh, now we got some big awards, right? We're gonna go fantasy season. We got big guests too, right? Indeed, the biggest of them, because uh, he's the winner of our league this year. Man, come on in, Mr. Greg Gutchuk. Wait, that's not how you introduce him, is it, Jay? There we go. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious. What's up, it's your boy G Ray? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Greg? How's it going? Going good. Just uh, scouting for next year already down here at the combine, uh, visiting Joe and getting our uh, scout on. Yeah, and you got your uh, nameplate as well for the trophy. Yeah, it's looking real nice, nice and balanced. With, Kiss, uh, kissing. Sundays are for kissing TDs, so can't wait to get that trophy shined up. I've been uh, eyeing some spots to uh, put it up on display in the house, so just got to get the uh, the out-of-town wife's approval, and uh, we'll be displaying that prominently, as long as uh, 90's got the first-class ticket to bring it back from uh, Maryland, D.C. area there. Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah, you know. DMV. Uh, uh, who's your favorite prospect you saw today? Joe and I like the guy. I don't know if I want to give him away. We might be battling uh, at the end of the draft with uh, two and three dollar bids for a guy. But second favorite then. Second favorite or big name that you liked that everyone knows about. Well, it, I, I paid a lot of attention to Ridley. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Irvin was jacking off to him over on the sideline for sure. Before he would even uh, before the ball was snapped, he was talking about how great he looked. So um, definitely a natural athlete. Dropped some balls and um, fall started a few times on the forty. But um, I don't know if he's a top ten pick. They keep talking about the Bears uh, with him, so we we're paying attention. But definitely looked like a good athlete and somebody that'll be a. Um, good for a team drafts him. Would you say? Would you say he dropped Michael Irvin's balls? <laughs> no, no. Based off how he was reacting, he definitely did not drop those. Ironically, dirt while the wide receivers were going, the Bears box was full. Twenty people sitting out. Uh, most teams probably only had four or five guys. The Bears were mm. filled their box when the wide receivers were going. <laughs> <laughs> they were eating in that box yeah, they, too. They told their boxes filled later, uh, come April. 
Uh, coming in that box. Coming April. <laughs> Juicy wow. rumor today. Uh, maybe a Jarvis Landry, Jordan Howard swap. Really? Yeah. I don't that, like that's a horrible rumor. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Chase thinks so, too. started it, but that's a horrible rumor. For some reason, Miami and the Bears are always connected in trades. I don't know if it's because the Adam Gase is connected to the organization still or what it is. I don't know why they're always rumored together. The Dolphins just made a big trade. Uh, Quinn. That probably means Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn. Yeah, I mean, they put a lot of money in the D-line if that's, yeah. if that's true. We'll see. Where, Where are they at in cap space? Because they don't have a ton. Yeah. Over the cap by yeah. 8 mil. Sad. But I don't know. Uh Dolphins suck, and it's pretty standard. <laughs> you know what doesn't suck? Our uh, fantasy MVP, our yeah. first award category. Lead it off, Jay. All right. Uh, I picked Kareem Hunt. Mm. RB4 overall, 209 points, but pirate-wise. Um, but really, I picked him because, one, he was on the championship team. Two, got Greg off to a hot start with 34, 20, and 18 points, weeks one through three. Then weeks 15 and 16, uh, the playoffs, 29 and 15 points. Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. I don't I can't know. argue that. I do remember posting about when he fumbled it the first time in his first yeah, uh, uh, carrier. It was bad luck for me i, I think guess. you said rookie of the year question right. mark question mark yeah there, there's something i said give it time or something about yeah. patience and then uh, shortly thereafter he broke off the one and got the uh, the video clip with uh, the receiver running up to him saying let's fucking go <laughs> uh i went with probably a pretty obvious choice todd Gurley, 2,000 yards from scrimmage this year two fewer catches than dez five fewer catches than gronk he only had one bad week. I uh, don't remember which week it was, but he only had uh, 43 yards rushing and six receiving. But he was pretty much a boss in the playoffs. <laughs> in week 15, in fantasy playoffs, that is. Uh, week 15, carried it 21 times, 152, three tutties. In week 16, six, uh, 276 total yards and two tutties. So he was killing. Yeah, I also went with Todd Gurley. He just looks so damn good when he's out on the field. He's a superstar. I don't think it it actually does matter what his offensive line looks like. But if they throw him the ball that many times every yeah. season, he's he's going to eat every year. So That's huge in our league, too. So Rick's going to be on a – I'm looking – he's probably going to be selling him this offseason. So that will be fun to see what happens. Jason can probably get him back. Uh, next award, Fantasy LVP. Yeah. I went with Terrell Pryor. Same. Same. On the block, come and get him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Terrell Pryor, he wasn't like awful, awful, but he just, Mm. I just had so good of expectations. I was thinking maybe top 30 wide receiver easily, and now he has zero value. Like he had a lot of keeper value at the beginning of the season, not so much anymore. He was really cheap, too, I think. $8 or $7 or something. Yeah. Available on trade. Uh, so I'll just we'll piggyback off each, off each other here, Joe. 32 uh, total BPFL points for the year. Finished number 342 in scoring. That's pretty good. 20 catches, <laughs> 240 yards, and one tutty. That's for the entire year, guys. Uh, some really good names that finished ahead of him. Uh, you guys can tell me if you even know who these guys play for. Taiwan Taylor. Oh, tighten up. <laughs> Andre Holmes. Oh, yeah. On the Raiders? Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo. On Johnny Holton. Easily. 
He's a Raider. He's a so those are guys that finished ahead of him nice. this year. So uh, congrats. Uh, I went a little bit different route here and went Marcus Mariota, hmm. also tightening up. QB 20 overall, but was QB 4 in draft dollars, mm-hmm. only behind Brady, Breeze, and Rodgers. Uh, only three games over 15 points and none showing that ceiling, uh, zero over 20 points. Yeah, that was definitely one that we felt bad about at draft, yeah, was, and it uh, turned out being bad. The ass eaters. The ass eaters right. did. <laughs> but we will forgive him. Looking forward to seeing Korea in his second draft. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next one? The next award we gave out was Good Performer You Still Don't Believe In for 2018. Go ahead, Jay. Latavius Murray. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, at least you admitted he was good. (laughs) Uh, Running back 23, so yeah, I mean, a a top RB2 in our league. Uh, He had seven of his last ten games, eight points or more, which is fairly standard, solid Mm -hmm. uh, production, so uh, still fuck him. (laughs) Yep, I get that. Uh, mine that I picked was Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, bite your tongue. I know. Juju on that beat? I just do not think that he's going to consistently perform. I know he's super young right now and explosive and everything, and mm-hmm. I just think the hype is getting a little out of control on him, and he's just an average receiver in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you know, people talked about Big Ben retiring before last year. I mean, he's probably not that great with without Ben Roethlisberger, right? New OC this year, too. We'll see what... Without the great Todd Haley. We saw him on the big screen today. He was at the NFL Combine. First row for the 40. Let's see. For me, I went Alex Smith. QB number four. Uh, He was number five overall in scoring. Went for a dollar to the Chattelax. The last quarterback taken. Yeah. So, uh, you think he's an upgrade or downgrade in that... uh, Skins offense. I mean, he gets to throw it for all prior, so you right. tell me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's see here. How about bad performer bad that you still b- do believe in okay. for next year? Go ahead, Jake. John Ross. Ooh. He was the star of the 2017 Combine. Uh, he broke CJ2K's 40 time last year. Um, he was injured... And in a doghouse, um, he after fumbling a couple times, he only played 15 snaps all year in three games. Uh, if he's healthy, you know he's only 22. I could see him being like a Cooks or a Djax, uh, maybe in a couple years. He scored negative points on the year in BPFL too. <laughs> <laughs> so rise the fuck up, John Ross. Yikes. Uh, Negative one point two zero. I'll go with your guy, Crab Legs, mm. famous Jameis. Yeah, uh, QB twenty two this year. Woof. Um, but he still had three games over twenty points, so showed that ceiling. Uh, Godwin looked a little bit better. Our guy here on the pod uh, towards the end of the season. OJ Howard had some good games, and you know I'm rolling with my boy Mike Evans. Yes. I'll throw in one. Uh, Mari Cooper had a couple big games yeah, for me, especially gone. the uh, Thursday night trade. Um, <laughs> that was your, your, your that, uh, that was the honeymoon, honeymoon night. trip, yeah, right? Exactly. So I <laughs> making I pulled, deals. I pulled this off uh, after dinner, like right after I had been texting people throughout the day, listening to the pod down by the pool, and uh, had in, had interest and talked to Byron a couple weeks earlier, and I figured you know, let's just pull the trigger. And uh, goes off on that Thursday night, and I think though the, he had he had a couple solid games by uh, fantasy point standards, um, but never really what you expected, especially before the season. 
Um, I, I don't know if he'll live up or to basically what his keeper price is, but I expect a bounce back season, uh, getting Gruden in there, uh, some new Chucky. energy. So yeah. uh, watch out for Amari Cooper. John Gruden's <laughs> going to get him going for sure. Uh, my pick, who was bad this year, that's supposed to be good, is Joe Mixon. I still mm. believe in Joe Mixon. Bengals. They had a terrible offensive line. Josh Nill was playing left guard for them, I think. <laughs> it was really bad, and I just think Joe Mixon is special. That last year's running back class, I'm so stupid for not getting a piece of that in the draft. All of them have almost turned out well, ex- except for the ones I was interested Mixon. in, basically. Yeah. So I, got, I, got I, think, I think Joe Mixon could turn out very well. It's going to be a hard decision for Chad at like $35 or something, but I think he's a keeper. I think Chad drafted him last year for this year anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of rookie running backs this year, uh, let's go with our best call um, of last year. Music, why don't you start us off there? Kamara equals boss. No. $9 at the draft. You know, at the time he was pretty much third option uh, for the Saints. Behind the biggest boss <laughs> and AP, um, and AP shit the bed um, for the Saints at least, and then he had a couple couple weeks for there for the Cardinals. But uh, Kamar finished uh, RB number three. He had 14 total TDs on the year, eight rushing, five receiving, and a return. Caught 81 balls. What's not to like about him? Um, I got a ton His of offers. Well, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> That is pretty bad. I got a ton of offers on him, and I just never could pull the trigger. Uh, right now, he's the leader in the clubhouse for my China boy at the draft. Ah, join that Saints fan club. Going go with the black or Who the dat? Uh, I don't know. Uh, kind of like Joe's throwback, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead, Jay. I had a couple of calls. I had one uh, week call and then one season long. Uh, the week I called Julio's blow up against Carolina. Uh, 12 mm-hmm. for 253 and 2. I think I said he'd have, mm-hmm. what, like 10, 250 and yeah. 2, basically. Uh, 35.87 BP points. That was, a, that was a good one there. Rising. And then uh, also bet Joe that Melvin Gordon would be a top five running back. Mm-hmm. He ended up RB5 at 205.9 points. Mm-hmm. Ouch. <clears throat> My best call of the year was anything Eagles related. Yes, it was. If you listen to me, you banked. <laughs> You killed that bookie on Eagles related. That offensive line I've been talking about all year. Good. And their defense. You were in love with their defense. They got playmakers. They should be good next year, too. With Carson Wentz back. Are they going to deal with Nick Foles? Yeah, I think so. Sounds like it, even though it makes sense to keep them. I just don't know who would want him. I wouldn't trust him. But Vikings, maybe. I could see somebody like the Cardinals or something. Somebody that doesn't have a lot of cap space and, and doesn't want to start a rookie quarterback thinks they still have a shot next year. They've kind of got an aging team. Give uh, Larry Fitz one last uh, shot at maybe making the playoffs. That could be a candidate for him. All right, let's do worst call of the year for everybody. I'll uh, go. I'll lead off. I ahead. like this one a lot. Uh, DMC, what happened, buddy? <laughs> So yeah, it was a you know last minute deal. I was kind of up in the air with what I was gonna. My third keeper, Joe, of course, swoops in and tells me DMC's probably gonna get the majority of the court carries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of read some stuff and I believed him. And uh, although he was only a five dollar keeper, um, I probably had much better options on my team, um, on my previous team that was. But you know he was supposed to be that guy that was gonna be Zeke's replacement. Never happened. Um, 
later, I think it was mid-October, I dropped him, and that was the week, I think, that Zeke, or the news had just broke that Zeke was out, and DMC was supposed to be that guy again, but I ended up getting Matt Forte, gave me a couple wins, so shout out to Matt Forte. I blew half my uh, waiver budget on uh, DMC that same week. The music dropped him with the news there. I think I spent 50-something, 50 52, 55, something like that um, on him. Just And it was more of a flex player, a trade option. So, fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of bad calls this year. Um, obviously, we already touched on Latavius Murray. Um, but my other big one... Hyde losing his job to Brita. Yeah. LOL. <laughs> uh, Carlos Hyde finished RB9 in the Butt Pirate League, 161 fantasy points. And with Jimmy Garoppolo, three of his last four were in double digits. Good job, Joe. Yeah. That was it's one Car- of your guys. Carlos Hyde's a big mistake on me not keeping him. It's, yeah. I, I paid up for DeMarco Murray, who was bad, and that is my bad call. Is Titans in general. Mm. I thought the Titans were going to be a lot stronger than they, they were. were. We, we were all bought it. Yeah, <laughs> and they I just, think everyone was. That offense had nothing going except for in the fourth quarter when they were icing games out. Uh, Derrick Henry would run uh, a 90-yarder, and then, and then everyone would be like, Derrick Henry's so amazing when he gets scored a <laughs> late-game touchdown. The real boss. Yeah. The original. Is that your NFL player you hate next game? Uh, I actually dislike the hype more than the player, more than anything. So it's more, if you check out Twitter, people think Derrick Henry is Zeke Elliott, basically. Yeah, I'm, I'm not there with him. <laughs> I'm not there. I've seen him do trunk rotators. I'm, I'm sold, man. Uh, it's a good move. It's a good warm up. Yeah. Obviously, every single kicker yeah. is on my hate list. Yeah. The NFL needs to figure something out. I'm sick of watching kicking. I'm just tired of it. I just want to watch people hit each other and throw the ball and catch it. And I'm just tired of watching people kick through these bars that don't move or anything. It's just so boring. Get some ideas, NFL. I'm sick of it. Maybe that's the answer. Make the uh, goalpost move. Yeah. Make a little challenge. I'm still. Is it really I'm just extra going. points, or is it field goals in general? It's everything. everything. It's just punting. that they need to find some way. Is punting a part of kicking. Yeah, I'd say yeah. they need to find some way of change of possession as well. Just kicking yeah. game. I want it out, even though it's called football. Just chuck it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, do, do you uh, love watching players return kicks? Because I don't fuck Ted no, again. No, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't really like any any part of the. I like offense and defense. It's fair. Uh, Ted again's my guy. He's been my guy mm. since 2007. Uh, he's wide receiver 35 this year. Very respectable. He was ahead of guys yeah. like uh, Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson, Richard Matthews, Jameson Crowder, and Deshaun Jackson. Yep. I thought Willie Sneed was going to get some love down in New Orleans. Willie Sneed did uh, not get any love. Yeah, Ted Ginn, good season. Chirp, chirp. Decent season for Ted Ginn. I don't hate anybody, so let's move Nobody? on to the next one. No, I don't. I love everybody. I couldn't find anybody, man. I couldn't. I was running through rosters, and I was just like the Bennett hey. brothers. I mean, I don't like the Bennett brothers for obvious reasons. I think I, I think I said Vontez Burfick last year, so I couldn't put him back. But Clay Matthews, yeah, his butt Oh, uh, his yeah. hair. Yeah, his yeah, hair is. I was watching that one movie that he was in, whatever it is, the singing one that Pitch Perfect. They're in Pitch Perfect. Yeah. And it just puts me in a bad mood when I saw the yeah. Packers. I'm like, you saw I that one. Uh, in theaters, yeah. <laughs> Angry. Not a movie guy. So, <laughs> next award is the fantasy GM in the league that impressed you the most. Oh. <laughs> Rise up, old sacks. Yes. The old sacks were impressive this year. Ten oh. and three on the year. Uh, ended up third place. 
beat Drummy and K's muff, beat it. <laughs> uh, for third place, let's see. Got a season going uh, with what felt like a fleecing at the time from Chad. He got TB12. It was a thirty to one dollar keeper, and everyone thought quarterbacks were going to go for much less in the draft. I think so. Um, at least I thought it was a fleecing yeah. at the time. I did definitely did. I didn't think I thought Brady was going. I, was to that try. a uh, was that was that on one of the trips that you guys were on? Maybe uh, uh, T Max bachelor yeah, party. Yeah, we were in Gatlinburg, yeah. and uh, Rick was working the uh, the cell. lines. Yeah, <laughs> and that's I mean I'll piggyback right there. That's why I picked Rick because I got a handful of phone calls from Rick uh, yeah. throughout the season talking deals and whatnot. Uh, was really invested this year, and I really appreciated it. So he was my GM of the year. I had, for sure, I have one more line that I have to put out there, though, guys. Uh, but, yeah, you know, you, a couple other things first. He did get a couple old sacks in Frank Gore for 18 at the draft, Fat Eddie for 15. <laughs> Kelsey was a big W for him at 36, mm-hmm. which is someone I probably should have kept. Um, but, yeah, he made a couple moves. We talked about Gurley already. Um Joe, he got your boy Greg the leg mm-hmm. late in the season. Kickers are always a good ad at the end of the season for uh, someone that's in contention. And Carlos Hyde. Oh, did he? I didn't. He drafted Carlos Hyde. That's right. Not only was Rick, based off your uh, point, Jay, not only was he engaged in the uh, BPFL, but he also made it a year without getting Kylie pregnant. And I think he got engaged <laughs> technically. So. Yeah, he got married this year. He did get yeah, technically married, but yes. Way to go, Rick. Rise up, Rick. Big year. I also wrote down big big dog had the minimum had a shitty team. I put him at 16th small. in the power rankings. He makes the fucking playoffs again. Yeah, I mean that's what small ball does. Scratching, smalling, clawing and scratching his way. So big dog once again impressive. It's not a fluke that he was up there. I don't think anymore. Even though his players are flukes. Fluke dog. Fluke dog. He's got Deshaun Watson coming at us next year too. Oh, that's coming up. Let's get Satellite backs and succulent D. <laughs> What's the next award? Uh, fantasy GM that disappointed you the most. Yes. I think these are pretty obvious answers. Yeah. Is it? I think we're all on the same one. Yeah, Jared and Jason. I put both. Nope. Oh, I've okay. never disappointed in Jason. He always does. I just, I just thought they were in such good position, Jared especially. I mean, I, I went number yeah. one in my power rankings. I guess I went contrarian. Do you have any more on him, or you no, want to keep no, going? No. I went the anti-pirate. Uh, one win to start the season, season over pigs in a blanket. Uh, that was beans and cornbread at the time, but uh, 12 straight L's. And I think the Constitution needs an amendment. Yes. Second. If shall a GM is a pirate, two years in a row, <laughs> two bottles of Patron Silver shall be purchased at the draft. I second that. Yeah. <laughs> It has been consensus. It's been brought up. It will be brought up at the next vote. Did he? Sure. He was one of the. You and him write the constitution, right? Wrote that constitution. No, Byron did it all. By, yeah, Byron, Byron and Chad. I think that, I yeah. did. He needs to make an amendment to that shit. Yeah. Get the Google Doc going. Thomas Jefferson, that shit. Come on. Uh, I put. Yeah, I guess we already did. You got anything else, Jay? No, I, just two bottles of drones. All I wanted to say there. For yeah. sure, I agree. Uh, next was uh, lopsided trades. I had quite a few. I know you guys. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a couple. We'll yours. just go through here. Um, let's see. How about uh, Nighty got uh, Hopkins, D Hop, and Chris Thompson. Chad got David Johnson, who was on the IR already, and 25 and 30 plus 20 Fab. 
I mean, to get David Johnson and money, even though he's on the injured list, I mean, he's top three running back. Mm-hmm. That's a $10 keeper, too, so that's pretty boss. Joe and I were talking about this trade today, though, and it should be interesting to see how this trade plays out with uh, the Cardinals aging. I think yeah. the Cardinals having are a quarterback right that's true. now. Um, you know, it, it might be a. We thought it was a lopsided trade, and Chad had kind of taken advantage of uh, Drunk Nine, but D Hop went off, uh, gave him, you know, wide receiver, however many wide receiver yeah. runs, four, five, six, however many he had during the season. And, you know, DJ 2K could come back, and it looks like an awesome trade for Chad. And it might end up being more. It might be even. Yeah, That's Hopkins, right. Look, Hopkins performed for 90, so it's not like 90 got. Fuck player-wise, uh, it's just everyone knows DJ 2K's upside. So at ten dollars too, it makes it a big difference. But yeah, I mean, Hopkins at thirty-one and David Johnson at ten. There's not much really difference there. Uh, but how about uh, Rick gets Melvin Gordon, Sam gets forty-five and forty, Marlon Mack. I mean, we know you don't like Melvin Gordon, Joe, but mm-hmm. that's. A, he got, had a good season. He had a good season. He's making me look. It's dumb. a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And Marlon Mack's going to start now, unless they draft Barkley. Yeah. Because uh, Gore is released. Yeah, Gore. Yeah, they're letting Gore go. I don't know if it's officially happened yet. This will this will hit home for you, Joe. Randy gets twelve and eighteen. Stafford and Kenny Stills. Brax gets Watson and Funches. Funches. Big dog robbery right there. Well, we, and we thought it was all robbery. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. When it happens, right. And then Funches Blossom. Uh, Watson was amazing his couple weeks before he died. <laughs> and then Big Dog later in the season actually offered me Devin Funches for like Jack Doyle straight up. I think even offered money plus Funches for Jack Doyle, and I did not take it. It was before they traded Kelvin Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big regret. Big regret. Should have taken that rising, one. Though. Doyle yeah. did rise. This is a this is another pretty good one. Nighty gets AP. Byron gets uh, five eighteen and forty two nineteen dollars. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of money for AP. But I guess AP had a couple weeks. I don't think, I don't think he did anything no. after that trade, though. It was okay. right after the big was game, it? the two hundred yarder. Still the the nineteen monies. I mean, it's a, you know, it's two years away, so Nighty will figure it out. But forty two dollars. Old sacks get Jonathan Williams. 33 and 10, Plunger gets Dak Prescott. Yep, that was right after I got Drew Brees. We were all going for it. Yeah, at that, that, was, point. that yep. was the week. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I mean, the trade, yeah. You're, I went after Commander Bortles. This is the that. best one of the year, though. Cree Wiggs gets Buck <laughs> Allen. Jay gets Matt Prater, 25 and 10. That's the ultimate fleecing of the year. Ty- it's definitely, is it still <laughs> a typo? I still don't know. <laughs> what happened there? Nice pull, Jay. They, yeah. No, they hit me yeah. up with a trade proposal. Yeah. I told them a number I wanted to go below, and then they threw in Prater with it. The, the heart and soul of the ass eaters was thrown in on that trade too. So I think I think they said Prater Nation. I, they'd give me a dollar to get Prater back, so at least I'll try to get some money here this yeah. offseason from them. But oh. it's the gift that keeps on giving them. So is Cree Wiggs gonna keep a kicker? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking at I'm looking at next year's fantasy ranks. Duke Allen's not even in the top sixty running backs right now. We're talking, we're talking about Duke Buck Allen, Allen though. Duke, sorry, Buck Allen. Sorry, Buck Allen. I don't even see him in the top. Duke 60. Allen would be a boss. Yeah. Does he have his real birth name on the list? Jaborius. Yeah. Jaborius. Yeah. That's probably you couldn't find it because of that. All right. Uh, those were my trades. 
good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what's your favorite moment of the fantasy season? Yeah. Oh, I can go. Uh, These are so good. I think it was the week after all those trades when Chad just sacked up and went for it, yeah. and it all pulled off. Sorry, Jay, for bringing the bad memories, but I just thought that was super ballsy by Chad when he had. I think the odds were definitely against him. Like they I were. would say. Yeah. 80% chance he's not making the playoffs at that point and still went for it and it, it happened. I was, was happy for Chad. Good good move. It was a big fuck you, though. Know, <laughs> it was. It was. It yeah. was. It was, uh, it was a good move. Uh, I, I think we already mentioned it, but mine was watching Rick wheel and deal on the golf course. Yeah. Um, everyone's pretty <laughs> fucked up and he's wearing his like bright yellow Oregon like golf outfit. Um, smoking cigs. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Uh, mine probably came on the pod a couple different times and group me. Just Joe, your sh- strong opinions on the OBJ, Corey Davis comparison uh-huh. trade. And uh, I can't remember who you compared Kenny Galladay to, but it was somebody that you were in an argument with Chafe, I'm sure. I can't remember. Somebody, your Kenny Galladay will be better than whatever. Still believe in him. Um, and then also just the hate for Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. It's definitely racist for sure. <laughs> That's without a doubt. And mine, you know, obvious winning championships. Oh, the, the, high, the highlight of the season. <laughs> not but getting married. You hear that, Carly? Yeah. It's not getting but, married. Yeah. You, you gonna be out of town again before yeah, you know it. Yeah. But, but a second, I would say, would be that honeymoon week. The uh, we already talked <laughs> about big the, Amari, the Amari Cooper trade. Making oh, deals lots of rising. Lots of deals. <laughs> also. Uh, I went back and looked undefeated from that week. So oh. since I've been married, undefeated in BPFL. Wow. Congrats so, on that. Uh, Who thought that- losing your virginity would be so lucky, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, what's the next award? Uh, next, we're talking about that, uh, gifts. Gift of the year. Gift of the year. I, I have way too well, many. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't even yeah. pick. I also so did pictures and memes because they're kind of all flowing You're together. You're to describe them really well. I'll, I'll have to help you. I'll yeah, so, some of them. Um, so I don't know the context of all of these. Um, I started looking on my computer at work and decided uh, just only a few scrolls back that it was not worth <laughs> looking at my computer at <laughs> work on these. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jason took the not, sur- not safe for work gifts to a new, new level. Uh, yeah. The shaving. Uh, Bouncing tits, tits everywhere. No um, penetration, so you know. Yeah, keeping it a little clean. Um, this one I really liked, but really no idea what it was about. It was uh, Tyler, Tyler the Creator, saying, uh, "What did he say? Oh, uh, what the fuck did he say? <laughs> I couldn't write it all out because it was in my email and as well. Uh, Something about, oh, you're gay, my nigga. You gay, my nigga." <laughs> Yeah, that's what it was. I put U G my N. I wish I knew the context of that one. Um, how about Rizzo and the boys twerking on uh, yeah, SNL? That's good. Um, also, dancing those age that Asian dance party uh, was used for Jags D and Chargers D. <laughs> Is that for Big Dog? I, I know it's the yeah. lady, the, the, yeah, the, the yeah. lumpy lady that's yeah. dancing. Yeah, yep. that's a good one. Uh, this was a picture. It was 08 in the sauna. It was Huddy, Jay, Mac, and Dog. Uh, and they also did a tub life pic, which was nice. Um, really good picture. Uh, Rick was in Kylie's... Rick and Kylie in bed. <laughs> <laughs> in Vegas. I, he was probably in her earlier, but... Uh, just in in Vegas, um, 
that got wigs going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah wigs was all riled up with that one. Uh, another good pick, which came after uh, the Halloween pod, the Full House Boys. Uh, that's a classic. Another. That's when we lived with Greg. Yeah. The certified shirt, the certified Full House yeah, shirt. Yeah, he ordered. He ordered, like, you got the. Authentic Gladstone. Certificate of authenticity. <laughs> Uh, plays off your uh, favorite moment of the fantasy season, Jay. Uh, Rick and the Porto shitter making yes, trades. Yeah. Uh, this might be my best picture of the year. Jenny Hershey <laughs> with the meme, or with the, yeah, the meme on top of it. Uh, Bruce destroys that. <laughs> Bruce destroys me, sorry. God. That was from 90 Obvious. <laughs> that one's definitely knobs. That one was great. That was the best picture. Uh, my best <laughs> gift, though, the number one, comes only just a few weeks ago. And it was Jason uh, with the Wiccans walking out of jail tomorrow. <laughs> and that guy with the stash. I mean, it looked like wigs from a few years ago. Uh, walking behind the chicks, the topless hot jer- chicks uh, on the beach. I think the very next message was, <laughs> was, it was walking him walking out, out <laughs> so it was good timing, too. Uh, that was good. Yep. G- great gifts, guys. Keep yeah, them coming. Yeah. Uh, like, like, I, like we've said, the, yeah. if we ever have to go there, a gift draft. That's the sure. way it has to be. We did it for uh, the uh, playoff draft, yeah, and fun. it was. If, if there ever has to be a point where we do that, that's the way we have to go. Buzz was my favorite gift after for sure. <laughs> Let's go, Buzz. Uh, now, the last award. What manager are you most excited for in 2018? Looking forward, kind of. All right. I wrote down right away. I'm I'm really excited to see the back-to-back butt pirate mm. come back and see what he does. He's got 275 and 317. 75. Yeah, decent team, so we'll see what Byron can do. Recovering. And Cree, obviously. Second draft. We'll see. Yeah. Does Cree move up, or is he closer to the shitter than last year? <laughs> I think he might be closer, right? About the same? Yeah. Close distance. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm excited for myself. Uh, I think the first rundown you gave was best tip for the 2018 season. That. Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna try to golf with Big Crunch more and maybe not mm-hmm. take it so seriously. Just have fun. Yeah. Um, it's tough though. I, it is, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't have any cash or anything to do, so basically, I'm gonna draft and then see what happens. So they um, play a little bit more golf. Daddy's trying to put together a group right now, uh, pre-draft, right? Not golfing in March. Rather brunch with Brenda. There but, you go. Uh, for me, I'm really excited to see Team Teeth. Uh, that's DDS and Fink. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that's nice. He's got, or I guess they have all that cash. Uh, 348 and 281. Um, he's got some nice keeper options in Dalvin Cook, Chase Boy, Juice Landry. Uh, he's got that, I think he still has Edelman uh, for a couple bucks. Uh, he's got the the Packers combo and Jordy and Jamal Williams and, and Ty, Ty Montgomery. But Ty Montgomery might be going back to wide receiver, I heard. Um, That's maybe, what I heard, too. Aaron Jones. He, uh, he's got a couple good pieces and a couple sell pieces, uh, so we'll see. And then I, I want to see Wendell do well. Wendell, last year, just was deflated, it seemed like, and just 
frustrated with uh, coming in with a big budget and uh, having you know breaks not go his way. He just seemed not as interested and, and not in, you know into it. The name change didn't inspire any good luck. He just seemed like uh, somebody that wasn't happy last year with fantasy season. So we want to see everybody happy in BPFL. So a, let's go, Wendell. That's a good call. Uh, I got multiple I hate fantasy yeah. texts from him. So yeah. And sup to that cute girl that's on Wendell's Snapchat. Sup. <laughs> they had a European vacation. Yeah, I, I was a little jealous of Wendell. Take me with you next time, man. We can talk fantasy the whole time. <laughs> All right, what's next on the agenda? That was it. That was the rewards. That was the awards. Yeah. You got that interview next with the champ, right? I mean. Yeah. Let's interview him. <laughs> hey, what's up, Greg? Hey, oh, hey guys. Andrew Greg. So, what's up? <laughs> so what was what was the best part of your honeymoon <laughs> you caught him off guard not a question I've had yet but uh, so a unique thing to the honeymoon would be swimming with the pigs so Ooh, uh, just like the bachelor yeah, just like the Ooh. bachelor so where Ben was with uh, leaving Olivia on big the, dick uh, ben. the island crying in the rain <laughs> big dick Ben yeah <laughs> God. Oh, I forgot about it. Uh, so, so we went there. It was like a half-day uh, boat ride where we went to different islands, swam with the pigs. So I would say that would be a, a highlight from it. But the whole – it was, you know, perfect place to go. I was hoping you were going to say something non-fantasy football related. Right. Not yes. the trade. Not so the trade. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. The Amari Cooper trade was not the I thought you were going to say the sex, but <laughs> – That was good as well. Joe, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I've been talking to him all day, uh, but we were at the NFL Combine. What were you, I don't know, what were you looking for at the Combine? You had anything in your mind you were looking for besides, uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, at the Combine, receivers, Bears need receivers, so it's from that, but then also fantasy perspective. I feel like I've got a couple good guys, keeper-wise, but they aren't necessarily the... um, you know, one dollar, two dollar, three dollar uh, keeper, cheap guys. So looking for maybe an undiscovered receiver that might be worth a couple bucks at the end of the draft, or uh, maybe somebody that gets in the right situation might be you know the lower tier price wise. So just looking at that um, and kind of looking forward to next year already. You know, you you talk about the right situation, uh, and you're in the right situation to give a speech this year mm. at the draft. Mm. Uh, We've had a couple good ones. Following up. 90s subpar effort uh good clothing options but not not the best speech have you given any thought to your speech yet yeah i've thought about it a little bit and uh i don't know if i can top big dogs big dog was a uh motivational uh speaker for the minute tradition the minute or two that he was up there so i don't know if that one can be topped i feel like i could definitely uh do better than i last year i had big expectations for him and it was shorter, kept it short and sweet. But kind of like his dick. <laughs> but uh, not the typical Nide that we see. So, you know, Nide behind the... Uh, on he was humble. Yeah, yeah. He, he was definitely humble. It was humble Nide, which is good to see when uh, uh, the time is right. But there we wanted you know, brash in your face uh, talking shit Nide, and we didn't get it. So um, I've got a couple ideas for that. Um, 
So uh, looking forward to it. It's always a great day. Yeah, yeah the draft's one of my favorite. Uh, best day of the year. Yeah, man. if not the best day of the year. And that's why I felt like uh, a lot of the time we have where our drafts, you know, the, the players that we draft don't end up on our team at the end of the season with so many trades and buyers and sellers. Yeah. And this year I had what I thought was a good draft, left money on the table, Killed which it. which – you know, was weird to me because I felt great about my team after the draft. I'm like, you know, what could I have done differently to spend $13 or whatever? Yeah. Um, but, you know, between Kareem Hunt, Russ Wilson, Zach Ertz, you know, some of those guys, Cooper Cup. LaShawn um, McCoy. LaShawn taking McCoy. A, taking I mean, a chance on, six, what, 67 bucks? That, that was definitely, you know, I, I he was not in the draft plans. Um, but as he wasn't going up and he was sitting out there as the best running back available for 60-some bucks, I had to go for it. And so, I mean, really having the running backs from the beginning of the season this year was what was different than a lot of other years where I had a number one seed and then blew it in the playoffs. And so, you know, Though I felt like that was a difference maker, you know, week 15 being able to survive Gurley going off there. We talked about him as the, the yeah. fantasy MVP. And on Saturday night, I'm at Duffy's and uh, Valpo with uh, Kathy and Dave Carpenter and uh, nice. Kurt and Janet Howard. They were out for dinner. <laughs> so they called Carly and I up and we're sitting there and the, the Chiefs games going on. So I got Kareem Hunt going against Melvin Gordon. And uh, felt pretty good after that. Got robbed of a TD on a uh, on a review call oh, yeah. with Kareem Hunt, where they said it a uh, touch of grass, but it didn't. Still feeling really good. And then that Sunday afternoon, Sunday night with Gurley just going off. And one thing we don't talk about, Gurley, they benched him in the fourth quarter because they had such a big lead. Yeah. And uh, between that and uh, uh, Legatron there. Uh, pulling his groin or hamstring or whatever it was in the fourth quarter and he didn't kick made the difference um probably in the mm-hmm. fantasy season only kickers. winning by kickers kickers <laughs> determining the season and so uh, you know that was big there and then uh you know fantasy week running backs zeke was coming back from suspension jeremy had love bell um mm. you know just kind of looking at that and i felt my running backs were comparable as long as one of his just didn't go off, and Zeke goes for 200 or something like that on fresh legs. But it, that seemed to prove to be the difference. Years past, I'd been kind of a uh, zero RB or try to trade for a guy later in the season. It didn't work. The Matt Forte trade one that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that was really the difference maker. And so I, looking forward to the drafts, the biggest thing. Big fan. Uh, and I guess looking forward to the draft, and this might lead into Joe's next thing, but who do you think is your biggest competition next year to take your title? I'd go with the uh, couple guys from the Thugs division. So uh, watch out for 07 again. I think Jason, <laughs> <laughs> Jason and Wendell, I think. Combination, yeah. one, one team yeah. with a big budget. I think Jason's going to make a move or two and, and get – um, top line guy, whether it's getting Gurley back or somebody else from uh, somebody that doesn't have a good budget. So he'll have pretty good keepers and some money. And then um, uh, Wendell, I think, as well. So I, I would say that's probably the biggest competition um, overall. Obviously, it's too early. And, and as we've seen, yeah, big, big lots draft, change. Yeah, free agency draft, everything like that can definitely change everything. But uh, I'd say those are the two biggest going into it. Well, nice. OBJ on the, key, on the cheap, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming all the way down to Indianapolis <laughs> for the podcast. Yeah, the live pod. To yeah. record for the championship pod. Had to see where the magic was made. Appreciate you guys. Yep. But now we are moving on. 
2018 with the power rankings. Joey Schefter power rankings (laughs) revealed. Surprising this year, for not the third time. It would have been the third time. So let's get it started with number sixteen. It's a man who is not familiar with his position in the last two years, Jeremy. So Jeremy is all the way down. He's got a bunch. It's been of, a while since I've looked at these powers. Yeah, only a hundred and twenty-two dollars available to. He went all in. Yep, he went all in, which it was it was worthy of going all in. The reason he's going down is because Keenan Allen he loses the rights to him. He's going back into the pile. Of Le'Veon Bell. I feel really weird yeah. without Keenan Allen on Jeremy. Le'Veon Bell's going to be a draft. That's going to be fun. Yeah. For sure. That's that's going to be the most expensive player to ever be drafted. Maybe if he shows up for training camp cuz Oh yeah. He's going to you know he's going to sit out again. You know he's going to sit out. And so he's got Zeke Elliott for 75. He's only going to get a few bucks for him. And DeMarco Murray, who's yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he really doesn't have any keepers on his team. Uh, maybe Larry Fitz for 34, but that's not that great. So Jeremy kind of kind of screwed next year, but I've said this before. Go ahead. I mean, uh, he's he sounds kind of screwed, but so long as he gets his loan in before the draft, we'll all be okay. Yeah, <laughs> he's in the uh, good rats, so you know what happens. In you that never know what's gonna happen know. there. Shattuck may come and draft for him. In <laughs> uh, the number fifteen spot, he is used to being here, Rick. Oh. <laughs> So after having a terrific season, maybe his Cinderella season for uh, the next... I remember he made the playoffs the first year, and then this is the first time he's made the playoffs since the first year of the league. So maybe he goes another four years. But Rick has Todd Gurley for 60, but I think he's going to have to trade him because he only has 139 and only 125 for the next season. Travis Kelsey for 36 is still a keeper, I would think. Close. Brady for 39 could be a keeper. Kelvin Benjamin, maybe, if someone wants to risk it for 10 bucks. But he doesn't have much. 139, 125. Yeah, not much (laughs) on his team. So Rick, number 15. And plus, Rick kind of sucks as a fantasy manager, so I put him down there. Sorry, Rick. Hope you're engaged. Yeah, Wiggs likes your uh, wife's rack, so at least you got (laughs) that going for you. Number 14, he's sitting across from me. He's not going to be happy. Jay Kinney. All the, in too. About yeah. what I expected. Yeah. Minimum budget. I actually, when I did these rankings, I let the budget pretty much run just because I'm. It's it's an unknown. It's Someone factor. can do whatever they want. Well, if you let talent, it, it certainly wouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> so let's take a look at your team real quick. Uh, you obviously still have Mike Evans for thirty dollars. He's on his last year. He's a great player. Top ten wide receiver easily. Yeah. Uh, McCaffrey for $50. Oh, you could get a couple bucks, I think, for trading him if you don't want to keep him. Obviously, that's half your budget if you do choose to keep him at this moment. But it's it's kind of, the cupboard's kind of empty. Too many cooks. You got a, yeah, you got a couple. Too many cooks. I missed him. Sorry. Uh, Cameron Meredith, he got a lottery ticket. Jarek McKinnon, lottery ticket. Free agent. But, yeah, you're going to have to get creative here. You got Mike Evans, Brandon Cook, so... Got a couple right. pieces, a couple decent pieces. Give right. It'll make the offseason fun. Yeah. Will and Hit up that cell. <laughs> so, 
13. I got him here. Big dog. <laughs> so I didn't move him up too Small much. Ball. Uh, he's got three more dollars than the minimum. He's got 100 and 128. Good <laughs> saving. That was a good saving job. All uh, in. Uh, not much. He's got to throw Alshon Jeffrey back. Devin Funches, good keeper. I'm not buying the Deshaun Watson <laughs> hype still. $10. Mitchell Trubisky is still better, in my opinion. What do you think about that? Maybe not in fantasy. It's about even. Mitchell Trubisky better NFL quarterback, in my opinion. In Your my one, opinion. Uh, what was that PFF, article you PFF tweeted PFF out? Was, says, um, yeah. Definitely. Don't talk about them like that. We don't need to talk bad, bad about Big Dog. He's got Joe, J- Jared Goff for $1. You think he's a keeper? No. It's a good oh, offense. Does. Great offense. Yeah. Uh, Will Fuller for $1. Dee Dee Westbrook for $1. So he's got a bunch of choices down there. So he's the cupboard is not empty, but he does have a bare uh, budget. That, that's never stopped him before. Yeah, yeah. he's still going to be there. It's, he uses this as motivation. He he's still gonna he's be doing there. push-ups while listening to this 13. podcast right now. 13? <laughs> Fuck Joe. Number 12. I have all of OA down here. It's it's like a personal vendetta or something I put him down here. Number 12, I have Randy. Randy has a bu- decent budget. 212, 277. Did he count that and he has basically nothing on his roster, though. I think that was the reason. Derrick Henry, I think, personally. Uh, Marvin. Is that the new boss noise? Yep. <laughs> Devontae Adams for $5 is a good keeper. Marvin Jones for $10, possibility. But that's about it. So, Devontae Adams, good keeper. So, he's going to be working with that in a big budget. Number 11, 90. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I, I'm the only. Knighty's just losing a lot of talent. Antonio Brown going back into the draft. If you got money, that's why. That's a big reason why I had the big budgets higher. Is just because there's going to be so many superstars, so much talent. Yeah, first time. And uh, so he still has DeAndre Hopkins for thirty-four dollars, but only one year left on that contract. Greg Olson for twenty-six, but he's coming off injury. Doug Baldwin for $10. Still solid for $10, I think. And Dion Lewis, free agent, $2. And don't, oh, he'd kill me if I didn't mention this. Peyton Barber, $1. Could be the starter for the Bucks. I'm assuming they're going to draft somebody early, but we will see. Sorry, Nighty. Number 10, Chad, the former back-to-back champ. He'll always be champ to me. So he went all in, spent a lot of budget. He's got, he's down to 112, 132. He's got to lose Gronk. He's getting thrown back into the pile. So another superstar being thrown into the draft. Uh, Joe Mixon, we already mentioned him for 39. Michael Crabtree, who the Raiders have planned on keeping, $25. Boss Ingram, $20. He's a keeper if he's still in the Saints for sure. Uh, David Johnson. $10. That's a big time keeper. Little risk though. I don't think he's a sure thing as I would have thought he was at the last year, even though he got hurt. So Chad should be interesting. Chris Godwin, gotta mention him. $2. Hard knocks. Alright, moving on. Number nine, Blaine. 
So Blaine kind of was laying in the weeds this year, kind of didn't really make a lot of moves. I think he had the least amount of moves in the league. It was single digits, the only person that was in single digits. Let's take a look at that roster of Blaine's, if I can find it. Oh, there you are. So, Adam Thielen, even though he, uh, I didn't believe him at the beginning of the season, Adam Thielen is definitely a keeper for $12, especially if they get a keep uh, quarterback like Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, I think. Big time, Thielen, that's, you gotta buy in big time. Jordan Howard, $9, still a bargain, big time bargain. But Blaine's working with a 154, 169 budget. So, yep. nice. Kenyon Drake as well, $1. So I think he could he could be pretty good for $1 down in Miami if he still has the job, if they don't draft anybody. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, who knows? They might want to upgrade there. So Blaine at number nine. And here you go, Greg, right in the middle of the pack at number eight. The champ, I put, uh, you got a budget of 204 and 157. What are you thinking for your team? If you say it's budget driven, not talent driven, I, I could agree with that. Um, I feel like Kareem Hunt, 40, uh, $48 definitely will be a keeper. Um, and then, like I said, I've got a couple other guys that um, definitely could be kept too for reasonable prices. Allen Robinson coming back off that ACL. Oh, love $15 last year of his contract, and then uh, Cooper Cup's $3 keeper. Um, could be an option. Could, could be an option. Uh, Russ Wilson, not that uh, quarterbacks are favorites to be kept, but after the numbers he put up last year, if they're able to upgrade the, uh, the line or something like that, uh, might see as a keeper. But, I, you know, I'm always going to feel like I should be a little bit higher than uh, that. Ertz but, too. I yeah, Ertz. Ertz is definitely an option too. So that's why when you said it's more, uh, he your rankings are heavily weighted towards budget. I can see that, but roster-wise, I feel like I've got one of the best rosters coming in. Um, it'll just be you know keeping the right guys. And so I, you know, I, I feel like I'm a top six team. I'd say coming into it, um, you know, definitely. Last year, the goal was to win and then also be able to complete or uh, compete for the playoffs this year, too. So I think I've got the roster. Uh, just got to make the budget work in the draft to do so. Next up, number seven, Joe Mead. Two twenty six, two twenty six budget. I like that symmetry. So obviously I got Michael Thomas coming back, $9 keeper, premium wide receiver right there. Everybody else on my team is kind of questionable at this time. Deontay Foreman could be the starter for the Texans if they get rid of Lamar Miller for $19, interesting. Pierre Garçon, full season of Jimmy G at quarterback, $10 keeper, unless they draft somebody. I've heard the 49ers are looking at outside weapons. That could be a trade for uh, Juice Landry, too. Aaron Jones, the Green Bay running back. I think the best running back on the roster for $12, but we will see how that shakes out. And Matt Breida, the running back on the 49ers, $1. I think Carlos Hyde is walking, but I would think that they would get somebody. But if they don't, and Matt Breida has that job, that's it's valuable. So I don't really know what I'm going to do. I got 222. 226, 226, so I'll probably have to buy somebody else, but decent budget. Number six, 
Jake Music. Rise. Yep, I got you here. Uh, obviously, Alvin Kamara is your boy. So, uh, you want to look? Oh, yeah, you yeah. got your roster. Kamara, yeah, he's a boss. Go ahead and break down your own roster. Uh, let's see. I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm still hoping uh, uh, Chris Carson comes back. He's four bucks. I'd still like him to... I've seen you've been posting a lot of videos on him on the BPFL uh -huh, Twitter. Like Evan Ingram for one dollar. Evan Ingram for dollars. Yeah, I think he's a keeper for sure. From and that, that perspective, perspective, you think uh, you want Eli back so that throwing him the ball instead of a rookie quarterback? Then yeah, probably. I would yeah. say um, Eli keeps it inside. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much all I'm looking. At. I mean, Robbie Anderson was a, a thought before uh, he did like 200 miles an hour in uh, Miami. That he was gonna rape the uh, police officer's wife or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you know, yeah. you know, threats. To he was a keeper uh, option before that, but probably not now. But someone might want him. I got you at six. You got two hundred and fifty dollars for next year to draft and two thirty. So with Alvin Kamara and that budget, I think you're definitely a contender without a doubt. I'm hoping. All right, to the top five. I mentioned him earlier. This man, I'm excited to see how he comes out after two piss-poor seasons in a row. Byron Buttermilk Fallstitch at number five. So you take a look at his budget. He's got 275 and 317. One of the highest budgets I got him in the tier one up there with the guys like Jason, Buzz, and Wickens. Byron really doesn't have the greatest roster if you look at it. Jay Ajayi, who should be coming back with a really good offensive line of the Eagles. He's a $10 keeper. We'll see. I don't know. Theo Riddick, $10 keeper. He's always reliable, but I don't think he's really that superstar. Here's a wild card for Byron. Alex Collins, the starting running back right now for the Ravens, who had a really good season last year. He's a $1 keeper for Byron. So Byron's going to be doing some buying this offseason. He's got to right. pick the right guy. He's got the money to do it, though. Yep. He's got luck. Does he believe in luck? Drafted him last year. No. Sat him on there. You know, I don't think. I wouldn't. No, no unless he comes out and looks you know, great in preseason. Byron really wants to keep quarterback, but not with that budget. All right, number four. I got Cree Wiggs mm. at number four, the Ass Eaters. Huge budget, 330, 245. They were selling most of last season to set themselves up for 2018, and it has gotten them in good budget. They made a trade late for Aaron Rodgers, $41 keeper. You got to think that that's who they're going to be naming. You got QB1 locked down for $41. If you got a budget like that, it's decent, I guess. I wouldn't do it personally, but I also don't eat ass on the rags, so <laughs> we'll see. Uh, who else they got? That's about it. Uh, Tariq Cohen, sorry, for $1. Uh, Tariq Cohen, yeah. He should be pretty good. I'm interested to see how he does in this offense. Should be explosive. And number three, we're at the top three. Top three. So this is my number one 08 competitor, Buzz. I got Buzz at number three. Huge budget, 331, 305, result of trading away Melvin Gordon and OBJ. OBJ, yeah. So big moves by Buzz. He was part of a lot of action this year. So he's got a lot of options. Stefan Diggs, obviously a keeper for $10. If he can stay healthy, I don't think he's 
I think he's health uh, prone, or what's it called, injury prone still, but yeah. people don't like when I say that. No, <laughs> he's, he's little, but he's good for $10. Uh, Robert Woods for $2. Juju Smith-Schuster for $1. That's nice. And his lottery ticket is Jalen Richard, who could possibly be the starting running back for the Oakland Raiders, Raiders next year if they let go of beast mode and not fill in after him. So Buzz is set up. He's going to buy. Who knows who he's going to buy, but I think he's he's got the budget. He's going to be active. Anyone he wants, pretty much. Yep. And number two, a big disappointment from, from last year, carried over. Wendell. So Wendell is the lowest budget. He's the only guy that's under 200 that I have up in the top eight. Wendell has a budget of 197 and 180, so pretty average. But he's got four legit keepers for sure. Leonard Fournette, stud, $49. Devontae Freeman, stud, $32. Odell Beckham Jr., absolute stud for $15. Tyreek Hill for $5, stud. And then he's even got my favorite player, Josh Gordon, for two dollars. Or sorry, one dollar, one dollar keeper for Josh Gordon. So I think I think Wendell could get a nice little price tag, at least ten bucks for Josh Gordon if he's selling it. Wendell's set up for next year. Not a great budget, but he's got the players. Doesn't really need to worry about making a lot of moves this offseason. Hope to sell one of those guys at least, but looking good for Wendell. And number one, we're at the top. DDS. Team Teeth. Team Teeth. Jason. So, not to put the pressure on him, but I just did just now. Expectations are high. He's a good drafter, right? Yeah. That's what it's going to come down to is the draft because he's got 348 and 281. Huge budget. He's above everybody else, number one. So, let's look at that roster. Dalvin Cook for $50. I think he could be a keeper, but that's a pricey keeper. For someone who's coming off an ACL injury. And only played a few games, yeah, too. He was good in those few games. Uh, Jarvis Landry for $15. Another risk, kind of up in the air. Don't know what team he's going to be playing for. Uh, Jordy Nelson for $15. He had a really bad last year, but I don't know. Maybe a full season with Aaron Rodgers could be the only thing missing. And the other two possibilities, Julian Edelman for $3, and Jamal Williams, the Packer running back, for $3. So DDS and Finkelmeyer, I mean, is that his name, Finkelmeyer? It is, yeah. Finkelmeyer, I like that. Brett uh, Finkelmeyer. So we'll see. He's a forgotten how they co- manager or uh, yeah. advisor, consultant, yeah. whatever consultant. you want to say. Yeah. He does you know, come to the draft and uh, help out their sign language from the corner. <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, Roy Bench style. Yeah. But uh, forgotten member, so shout out Fink. No shouts. Fink. No shouts, Fink. <laughs> okay. And that was the power rankings. We got you all set. Yep. You're good. What's left? Uh, I mean, we had, uh, yeah, what are we going to do next season on the pod? Anything different? Have Maybe fun. go to the Apple store? Yeah, we might visit. We might see, be. See you there. Yeah. <laughs> We might be recording in a new place, maybe. Who knows? Could have a new studio, in parentheses, maybe, studio. Maybe slightly different format, maybe every couple weeks. Yep. Uh, still kind of floating that around. But we'll try and uh, bring the podcast and the hottest beats around. For sure. As long as we don't get uh, yeah. removed by SoundCloud. Fucking Migos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift was cool with it. 
Yeah, lots of other people are. No, no, no bad blood there, huh? <laughs> Jimmy Buffett has no problem. No, <laughs> definitely. Um, that it? Yep. All right. Uh, well, shout out to our listeners, right? Yeah. Japan. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening all season. Even <laughs> if you don't listen, make sure you download. Rate and subscribe as yeah. well. Um, all right. Maybe NBA soon, Jay? Want to do an NBA one maybe, soon? Maybe pre-playoffs. Pre-playoffs? All right. uh, the West, Western Conference is heating up, man. Uh, three through ten, only six games difference. Rockets are on one. 14 in a row or something? Yeah. Number one. Team. All right. Maybe a, maybe a playoff preview pod, NBA. But uh, I guess we're out. Joe, play that motherfucking outro. Yeah.